I'm Ryan Betson from the Pop Culturist, and today I am joined by Paul James of Player Two fame. He and I have come together once again to review a game. This time, it's Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. To kick things off, we want to say a big thank you to Turn Left Distribution Australia for providing us both with a copy of this game to check out. Uh, quick rundown, Story of Seasons, it's a farming game, it's the, <laughs> it's a team that used to make Harvest Moon back in the day, they separated from Natsume, went over, worked with Marvelous, and they are now making this over here, so if you love, uh, farm Harvest Moon of old, this is the one you want, not Harvest Moon in name, you want Harvest Moon in feel. Padge, tell the folks, What's up, man? give it a rundown of, uh, of what the game is about. I don't know. I don't think I have time. I'm too busy harvesting harvesting. You're harvesting crops, crops right <laughs> now. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> as you said, kind of built on the the DNA of the Harvest Moon franchise. It goes back to the '90s, really. I I remember playing the first one on the Super Nintendo all those years ago. Um, but yeah, it's it works not too dissimilarly. I guess if you know we've got the younger audience here that might be following along, they'd be more familiar with some more contemporary sort of takes on on the franchise in the form of Stardew Valley, for example. Yeah, so in the in the same vein with Stardew Valley, which is the same vein as the old Harvest Moons, you are inherited a farm at the start of the game. It is your grandfather's farm. You rock up to town to be like, I'm going to bring this farm back to its glory days, and then you that's it. You spend the next x amount of time uh, growing crops t- caring for animals schmoozing with the townsfolk finding your your boyfriend or girlfriend and uh you know getting all romancy and that's it and that's kind of the base of the base premise of the game it's the same standard premise life. in every uh farming game there is not a bad thing because it's awesome I almost swore it's awesome and uh so here things are a little bit different so rather than just tending for your farm what you are doing what the big goal is to is is to grow olive town so olive town is a small little country town and you the the mayor comes to you and says hey while you're caring for the farm do you mind helping us rebuild this town into so it can become a tourist attraction so we can have more people come in etc etc he asked for quite a few pointers. There's a few opportunities uh, where, you know, oh, what should I do to, you know, and you get two or three different options. You know, should we make it, should we lean into technology or should we kind of try and maintain our country feel or whatever happens to be? Yeah. Which is kind of cool that you're getting some sort of agency over the direction that the town's taking as well. Very much so. So that, yeah, he'll come in, as you said, and ask. Now, having, I've only obviously played through the first year uh, once. I'm like, as, as in, I have not started the game again to see what different options there are. So I've, I'm yet to, even though I've, I've gone much further, I'm yet to start the game again to see if my choice there has changed the game. So which one did you pick? Uh, I wanted to maintain that country feel. Same. So I, I, I was like the, the great escape sort of idea was, you know, you yeah. escape. Yeah, escape I think, the big I think that was the wording, yeah. Yeah, so it looks as if you and I went down the same path. So we, can't, we can't compare the pair. However... Uh, Maybe the two of us both being kind of... Um, from the country somewhat. Yeah. Sure, you being a country, a rural city, but you know, both being from the country somewhat, uh, maybe just spoke to us a little bit. Yeah, more. I guess it I guess it did a little bit. Yeah, mine was certainly a rural city. It's 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 more city now than than it's than when I lived there. That's, rural, for sure. that's for sure. Uh, before we jump into the and greedy Padge, what uh, what did you think of this game overall? I mean, I'm a big fan of it. There's some little tech tech hiccups and things that have been fairly well documented. It's it's, a, it's an important lens to kind of look at when we're t- discussing this. The game's actually been out in Japan for about a month mm-hmm. by the time this full, video full release, goes live. Yeah. 
yeah, full release in Japan for about a month. And so they'd already gotten a bit of feedback over performance issues, load time, some of those sorts of things. And these are things that they were looking to clean up um, before the Western launch, but things that we were still ultimately encountering during this review period. Because how long we had the game for now? Three, four weeks. Three, four weeks. Yeah, we've had a lot of lead time with it. It's been fantastic. Basically, since the Japanese got the game themselves, we've pretty much had the Western release. So um, we've been kind of encountering some of the same issues they have. But if you set those sort of things aside, which... They are, and we'll get for, to them specifically shortly. Shortly, the the experience, the the loop, really that we kind of discussed before, that we've seen in old Harvest Moons, that we've seen in uh, previous Story of Seasons titles, that we've seen in Stardew Valley, is is pretty much the same here. But they have really blown out what you can do mm. in in my eyes. Now I've, um, I was talking to you before we started recording, so I played a lot of Harvest Moon back in the day before it got shit, um, uh, and. I've I've messed around with Stardew Valley as well, but Story of Seasons, the only one in that franchise I actually played was last year's one. Um, Friends of Mineral Town, so, re- which was a remake of the Harvest Moon title. So, the best um, Harvest and, Moon and, title. Uh, uh, that's that's Harvest Moon two on the Game Boy. <laughs> but anyway, but so what we'll do for for the benefit of this conversation, we will be comparing the two. We'll be comparing Friends of Mineral Town as well as Pioneers uh, of Olive Town, with the idea being these are two one the two story seasons games that are available on the Switch. Therefore, they're most readily available to people. Very few people that I see going back to you know Story of Seasons or Trio of Towns uh, on uh, the 3DS. 3DS. You know, I don't see people going over there. We probably compare it to like the likes of Stardew Valley as well. Uh, yeah. but we'll keep it within that very similar recent uh, setup. But yeah, as you said, like it's there. Uh, there are some tech issues that we do face. However, the the the, the core loop is is great. The core loop is fantastic. Uh, I'm finding, especially when you compare it to the likes of uh, Friends of Mineral Town, there is a substantial growth in what that game was offering and what this game is offering in meaning that so with friends of mineral town being a remake of harvest moon back to nature on the playstation one it has you know that that sort of cute cute chibi sort of art style yeah it's got that feel but it also stayed within its uh restrictions that the ps1 they didn't add to it they just straight remade it so coming yeah. from mineral town to olive town you there is a massive it's difference a huge jump so yeah. they're using the very similar art style to what they had on the 3ds so we're getting full you know essentially full-fledged sized individuals with the pro- correct proportions uh as well as an you know an, a, an expanded farm rather than just sort of one area so in, in in mineral town it's like your farm and everything is kind of surrounding your your it's your a big field. rectangle and that's it it's a big rectangle, in, rectangle not a whole yeah. lot you can do we're here they've, they've expand that completely your farm can be expanded you know three or four times you know and as you progress and unlock it which is which is a great little feature uh as well as your the variety of crops the variety of of animals uh everything about it is is so much larger in comparison even down to the things you can produce in the farm with the likes of of the the machine sort of the eight the things to aid you to uh, the process to process the items that you yeah. have uh one thing that will kick off straight away in terms of when you when you are given the farm at the start of the game you are given a lengthy tutorial there are three you know it's like four or five in-game days entirely set up to you learning everything you need uh yeah. as this is the first story of seasons title that you've played that isn't a remake is this something that helped you out um no, at the at the end of the day, the real the core of the franchise I well and truly had under under wraps at this point. I guess the only thing, and you mentioned it a moment ago, the machines and the the them being a factor in the way you kind of approach the day to day was something that was new to me. 
Um, so it was just kind of handy to get a bit of a feel for that. But I also would argue that the machines are probably one of the weaker parts of the game. Yeah. Um, as you start to fill out entire regions of your of your field with like 50 machines just so you produce enough lumber or enough um, whatever for, mm. for your next project, it gets quite ugly and quite tedious with that process at times. But... Um, the tutorial itself, no, I, I didn't really need it. it. It's definitely, I can see the merit and I can see it being really, really effective for anyone who's new to the franchise um, as they're just trying to get their sea legs. But for myself, no, no, I didn't need it. Yeah, obviously being a you know a bit of a story of story of seasons farming game vet, I'm in the similar space. I didn't really need the six the you know the five six days of just tutorial. However, it did allow me to sort of focus down in those first couple of days because um, I liked it. when I go in. Obviously, because I know what I'm doing, I just go ham straight away. My what's I, your what's your approach straight out the gate with any of these games? My is clear area. Uh, get you know get fields go, get as many fields going as I can. And then just literally start that circulation, start that circulation of crops um, and essentially uh, forage every day, mine every day, flip everything until I can get a sustainable income from the crops. Then I will shift towards yeah. animals and then clearing out the, the farm as I go. So it, it's, it's very much a hit the ground running and then essentially whatever, whatever money I make gets re-spent, money, spent, money, spent, and then focus on upgrading and whatnot. Yeah, it sounds like we play a fairly similar sort yeah. of approach. So the big, you might be more efficient than I, but it's a little, it sounds like we're more more or less the same, more or less the same policy though. But one thing that this game did to help make it a little bit more efficient again is like, a, so there is a difficulty selector at the start of the game. There is the normal mode and the sapling mode. So the sapling mode gives you a bit more money uh, for crops, gives you you know you lose stamina a little bit, a little bit slower, and it's kind of just it is like essentially an easy mode. Uh, so for those that do need it, it's fantastic. However, there are some ingrained easier mode setups with the idea is in each region of your farm, uh, there are buildings there already. So rather than having to pre-establish um, any sort of uh, infrastructure, it's already there. So in that opening area, there is already a coop you know for your chickens you have to it's broken down you have to rebuild it yeah yeah you have to rebuild it and repair it and it's up and running because so, this is actually quite a small detail that i really really liked mostly because if you know your grandfather is very unlikely he just tore all the buildings down before he died so yeah. it makes sense for there to be run down buildings i'm on the way out to hell with it it all can come down with me yes yeah, so i'm That's out rip everything down let's and then let's <laughs> leave it up leave it to my grandchild and they can do as they wish yeah, <laughs> you know, so, they, so it's it's a small little detail. Be like, okay, cool. So you can rebuild it, move it around, and do it, and do it whatever. So like, yeah, no, I'm a fan. Yeah. Um, the the seedlings mode that you discussed, I, I've dabbled a little bit with that. I fired up a second save just to kind of compare and contrast the differences there. Mm -hmm. And I could certainly see newbies really appreciating that. Hell, I actually really appreciate it as well. Just oh, things are just ticking along that little bit quicker. And yeah. I don't, I don't think even in the 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 core normal mode and even past franchises, I don't think progression was ever slow i feel like you were always working towards something and maybe that's just a byproduct of the way that you and i both played is that you always feel like you're only a day or two away from another key accomplishment and then yeah. another one and then another one and just that snowball effect that starts building from there but you could see it kind of it felt like it was maybe even 50 percent faster well that's the seedlings mode just just things being able to tick along that little bit quicker. Yeah, because well, obviously, you know, with just be able to manage your stamina a little bit easier, like you know, eliminating some of that that stress around around uh, your productivity for the day is, is yeah. certainly a big favor for that mode. Speaking of of the day, though, uh, 
I, fi- I find that comparatively, the day one went a go a little bit longer. Like the, yeah, the, it does. It does feel long in the normal mode. The actual no, the actual day itself. So just the timing of the day. So in the at, at any point in time, there is an ongoing counter. So whether you're in buildings, out buildings, wherever, there is a constant day cycle going. So in in previous versions, like for Friends of Mineral Town, if you go into the mine, time stops. Yeah, so you're, you're in a building. To, you're in a building. Time stops. Not here, um, which is cool. However, in order because like in previous games, it felt like if you're not in that building time is just kicking ass like you you are getting wrecked we're here I felt the day like, gets away pretty quickly yeah i felt he was a very nice balance there were times where i would be pushing towards the the evening but most times i'm getting stuff done by like four or five in the afternoon and i'm like i've done everything i've needed and i still have some stamina left so i can go down to the beach and do some fishing or something like even though I push my character, back a couple of drinks. Yeah, even though I push my <laughs> character to the to like the grind, like it's it's all about that yeah. grinding and getting it hard. Like I still found that there was room for me to go into that social side of the game, because as we discussed at the start, like primarily I will just go hand. I focus solely on the farming side of things, and then I look at the social part of the game later. later. And like, all right, well, now that my farm is relatively self-sufficient, let's go meet the townsfolk. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Where here, it's kind of nicely, nicely balancing it out for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I do agree with that. And yeah, the, the length of the day does enable that a little bit more um, because it does, it, it feels longer. Well, it, it is absolutely longer. Um, and that does allow for obviously what you described with the, the indoor scenarios or the in, enclosed experiences, whether you're in the mine or whatever. Um, I f- yeah, and to your point, I feel like the the balancing act was about right. Like I feel like it's just there's just enough time, but you're not you you're never having to race the clock to get everything done. Yeah, and that even extends through to the shipping, where now it's just at the end of the day, once you go to bed, that you don't there's no one rocking up at five pm going, oh, yes. I'm here to take the stuff. It's just like fuck off, Zach. You, I'm when, not quite finished yet. Yeah, like I'm still working. When, when you tap out. It'll record everything you've offloaded for the day. Well, let's get in. Let's get into some of those nitty and gritty mechanics. And so, one of them being the shipping container. It's a small detail, and I know that uh, Stardew doesn't have it, and we know that obviously Friends of Mineral Town doesn't have it. The idea is, what you can put things in the shipping bo- container, but you can take them back out, which is nice. Which is awesome because the amount of times you're just like through your inventory, and you've just yeeted things in the, and you go, "Oh no, wait, I need that." Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I've just accidentally sold all of my ore. Crap. Look, I can't say that I've made that mistake. I, I, I can't can see say very got, easily like, how it would happen. Back in the day, I would have. Now I'm not. Now I'm, you know, it's said. But here, there's the chance if I had, I'm not hindered by it, which yeah. is which is which is a big big plus. Uh, but yeah, in, in terms of the, of the, the those nitty and gritty mechanics, is there anything that you want to really dive into? Oh. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call it a mechanic, but even just like how as you as you progress through the different regions of the uh, of the farm, as you start to unlock these different things, you might just like the very first one when you when you first arrive at the farm, it's just a chicken wandering around that you can just tame and bring it in. Yes, rather have to so go buy helps, one. Yep. It just helps you to get that ball rolling, so that you get to the next region. There's a cow wandering around. The next one, you've got more creatures wandering around. It's just it's nice in that respect. As my daughter screams in, in the background, but um, she, yeah, she, she's making sure you mention the cow. She's obviously a big yeah, fan yeah, of the cows. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's been named after a chicken. That's right. Well, the chicken's been named after her, as is my son. But that brings up a good question, though, Padge. Your naming convention of your creature, of, of your farm animals. So, do you just go with people you know? 
I mean, the the, chi- uh, the chickens, and then eventually I found uh, what sort of it was like a chicken with like a silver beak. Yeah, or something like that. I don't. know. That's all my immediate family, like wife and kids. Um, then after that, I got a bit lazy. Like I found a, uh, like when I found the cow, I called it Oom. Yeah, just reversed it backwards because that was like an old thing that my 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 granddad said before the first time he made me eat cow's tongue, and I didn't realize it. Mm. He explained afterwards that the cows up there say Oom because they get their ta- their tongues cut out. Oh, 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 that's dark. It was, oh. yeah, it was, it was quite, it was, quite, it was quite dark. Uh, but yeah, that that's just been locked in the in the brain since I was like seven or eight years old. No. Traumatized, I'd probably say. But I called the cow Oom as a result. Um, no, there's, it's kind of casual and whatever from that point onwards. Well, mine, Get the key people, the family, and then that's it. See, that, mine varies. Mine aren't named after people that I know. Like, so previously, it would just be if I'm like shit because I'm really bad at names, like really, really bad at picking names. So I'm like, well, what if I need a su- like a good subsect of names? What do I use? So previously, I've, I've used uh, wrestlers. I use wrestlers. That's what I've done this time. I'm using wrestlers. So you know, d- depending on the on the on the uh, 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 building, what it is. Yeah. So yeah. one building is AEW. One building is WWE. One is NXT. You mean like I'm like, well, I have a bank of names that I can use because previously I would use like you know DC characters or Marvel characters just to give me a good bank of names. But yeah, I'm using wrestlers currently, and that's given me stacks. Make it super I just, easy. I knew. I just knew wrestlers. I am so was, bad at names, so this works out really, really well. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, come on, Roman. You know, come, you know, come on, Triple H. You know, <laughs> to be fair, like, what what is a good name for a chicken? Like, yeah. And they let me name the buildings now, which is another thing as well. So like, yeah, it, that's cool. You know, so I've, with the the coop and the barn, like, is as the most re- recent example would be like, you know, I, I just googled like chicken puns, and then I, you know, so I've got comedy hens, and then my barn is cow medians. I don't know why I went with comedian theme. I don't know why I went that way, but I did, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, you know while, while we're while we're talking about the naming conventions, I've gotten a message from my wife in the background that just says Ken Kentucky. Should have gone with that for one of the chickens. That would have been good. Um, but poor Miss, you know, comes in, we, we, correct, just ruins just, everything that we've done. <laughs> we should just pull her in, and she can sit in this seat and continue to deliver these awesome names. We don't even. We can stop reviewing the game now. Um, but but what, the, I mean, like, it, it's nice that it gives you that scope to kind of name whatever you want, however you want. Um, well, e- even down to the character. I don't think there was any, even any filters. Not that I went with any 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 appropriate names. Well, but yeah, well, it didn't seem there like certainly there isn't some filters because well, there's some photography in this game that made me laugh every time. Um, <laughs> That's actually a mode that I haven't explored much of, but I'm sure we'll get to that soon. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of creating the character, creating what you want, one thing that I really do respect in this game is although they do create your characters and they do stick within that binary male and female, you can alter it as you see fit. You can have a yes. uh, you know more uh, masculine uh, looking character, but with a feminine voice. But they can dress femininely. Like yeah, you can there, do whatever you want. There is, is no is limit. Good. On you can make non-binary characters in this game, which is a big, yeah. you know, a big plus. So you can which use at that first, fluidity. At first, I looked at it and to what you were saying, like I looked at it, okay, male, female, great. That's that's all there is. Yeah, I guess that's what the franchise has been like for years. And then all of a sudden, that kind of next layer emerged. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So nice. like, yeah, like all right, you male. Yeah, you. It's you're, not going to influence my personal decision there, but it's great that anyone who wishes to explore those options can do so. Yeah, it's a big plus because it's one of those things you don't realize. You're like, all right, are you? You know, are you? male or female and you're like, all right cool well and, you know in terms of your character like all right well i'll go a masculine character say like, well how do you sound and then there's all the options i'm like oh well how do you look and it's like oh i have like all the hair i want i can have all the eyes i want i can pick all the body type that i want 
Okay. Yeah, it was nice. And then you when you when you get to the place where you can um pick new clothes, it's like, oh, I can pick any clothes that I want. It's a great little feature for those that want to go down that path. I myself, oh, I just went representation. I just went boring ass dude. You know what I mean? But like yeah. for, for others, that might really be helpful in, a, in in sort of getting them immersed in that in that game. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, so one thing, and in terms of the of the relationships as well, I'm not sure in terms of fluidity around the partners that you can have. Although I'm pretty sure you can. I think historically you can. Yeah. So um, historically, it's been it's been primarily you know same sex. Uh, sorry. Um heterosexual relationships yeah but i'm pretty confident that you can have same-sex relations in this game if you so choose because i'm remembering um the like a social media post from turn left distribution where they had a series of shots in a uh, of a ceremony where there were intergender uh sorry multiple gender things yeah which is mad if that's once again if that's if that's how you how how you present yourself to the world you can do it in this game and that's fantastic and that's awesome that's fantastic um i want to touch upon something else you mentioned previously about the regions of, of your farm yeah. so as you you know as you progress there are different resources in each section of the farm which yeah uh, as you know you need to collect certain amount of materials and or money to unlock your second area and then when you're in there there's new kinds of trees there's new kinds of things to forage there's uh, so it instantly like uh, expands on what you can do, and then and then you go, oh, okay, well I can do this now. I can do, I can create these new mach- these new processing machines. I can create these new kinds of fences. You know I mean like there's a bunch of new things you can do as you progress. Yeah, and it's good because obviously the past entries in the franchise have had you know you can upgrade your axes, you can upgrade this or that and the other, and you kind of after a while you're like, okay, why am I really doing this? Because I can I can now throw seed this far, this mm. far it's ridiculous anyway, or I can chop down this this tree in one or two swings. I don't need another upgrade, so I can do it in one. Who cares? Um, but now because the and it's very convenient that you go from each region, all of a sudden the trees are stronger and the rocks are more like will take more beating or whatever. You know, that's a video game. Um, <laughs> but when you enter those, it forces you to explore those options and it justifies why you're making these upgrades in the first place. Yeah. So there's no, like, and compared to, say, uh, Mineral Town, where you can go into the mine and you find the Mithril, which is the highest, and you can just, as long as you've used your axe enough, you can just go from straight from base axe to Mithril axe, done. That's where yeah. here it's like no no you've got to progress you've got to you literally have to work it unlock the next one in the, the, the you know the, the bronze and then the silver or sorry the iron or whatever and like that's you've got to do it that way step you by can't step. just jump it forces you it's yeah, good which is good it, uh, for some that might be a little bit throttling but i think it's probably a better a better way to go about it i mean it, you you could look at it as being throttling in some ways but on the you know in the other on the other hand, sorry, you are still gradually making progress. Like yes. you're getting these other regions yeah. to explore. There's more things that are opening up to you. So I, th- I feel like it kind of balances out at the end of the day. I they s- give with one hand, they're taking away with the other. I say throt- throttling for those that like min-max players. Yeah. You know I mean? And that would be the big difference. Where here, you know, the, it is part of that progression. It's part of that growth. It's part of developing, you know, your character and you know, those, those minor steps on the journey rather than from the start of the journey to the end of the journey. Um, which is cool. So something that this game certainly has a lot of influence over is because obviously Story of Seasons and, and Harvest Moon specifically is the pioneer, uh, pun intended, of uh, farming games. And a lot of in- like it. a lot of external influences come into this game. You know, where because if you look at Sto- uh, Stardew Valley, Stardew Valley is obviously incredibly influenced by the likes of Harvest Moon. I believe yeah. the creator uh, has keyed Back to Nature as a massive influence. 
So here we're getting a lot of those external influences. Like it kind of has a style, uh, stylistically, it feels a lot like my time at Porsche. Uh, there's also the introduction of um, a museum in the same way of like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Yeah. So then, you know, you go and collect fish and you can collect treasures and you can bring them to, to the museum. Have you explored that much yourself? I, I can't have, say I have. I've collect. I'm not the the fish, not so much, but the treasures I have. So when I've and I've gone down into the mines, or I've cleared out the little ponds on my island, and I get these treasures. I take them to the the museum for appraisal, and then if I it's the fir- if it's the first time I found it, in the same way that I would with uh, Animal Crossing, I would give it to the museum, and then I'd just flip every other one I get since. Yeah, so, that's fair. Uh, so in, in in terms of like, it's just like. I'm there anyway. Do you have this one? No, cool. Well, you can you can have it, and then I'll just sell the rest. Uh, in terms of wildlife around the area, you are given a camera that you can you know take photos around. So they've created a photo mode in the game, essentially, which is dope. like an actual legit photo mode, yeah. not even when- pause and oh look, catch a fancy screenshot. Like you're straight up. Yeah, yeah, you literally have a camera. Wildlife or whatever. And credit to the game. We'll discuss this. You know, we'll get some technical things around it shortly. But you know, you can look at the entire game. You can walk around the entire game in a three D space, even though it has that three, you know, two point five D esque uh, camera angle. You get into that camera and you become three dimensional space. Like you, yep. even though you can't look in in your standard view, you can't look at the area of your farm you haven't unlocked yet. You pull your camera out, you can have a look. And you can yeah. you can have a little sneaky glance over there and be like, oh, there's a camera. Over what's there. to come? Oh, there's a, an alpaca over there, you know. So that's a great like little addition, and because and it's very subtle, very subtle, and you can look around and you find squirrels and like bugs and and then when you return them to the museum, they will be like, oh, cool, we'll build a statue from that information that you've given us. So that allows for more decorative items because one thing this game certainly has stepped up on is the decoration of your house. You can do a lot to it. Now, granted, it's not something that I've tackled yet because my my farm is my is my priority right now. Yeah, but I was going to say, I hope you had more to say about that because I didn't have that. Yeah, much in to say time, about that once side. I you know I I've bought like you know I bought like some new benches and some rugs and stuff just to add a little bit of flair to my upgraded house. Uh, but I've not really been like, all right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And obviously, it's not in the the same nth degree that say Animal Crossing has, where a big part yep. of that game is that self expression. This game has that, but not in the same space because it's it's. The farming is priority. Self-expression comes with it, but Animal Crossing is you. It is primary function is self-expression. I believe yeah. anyway. No, no, I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah. Um. But in terms of that technical performance, as I said, like the fact that you can walk around the area in that three-dimensional space with the camera is is great. Demonstrates that there is um like there is some technical power to it. However, as you alluded to before, there is a lot of throttle points uh, that I'm just finding frame rate just plummets. Yeah, as you as your farm starts to get quite cluttered, really, just with crops, with machines, with animals wandering around, just everything. Just it saps the resources there, and the game just comes to a screeching halt at times. It's it's not great. Yeah, and, and it is something they are looking to address, and maybe possibly by the time the game actually comes out. That'll already for for the West, I should say. Maybe that's already cleaned up. Um, I know it is high up on their to do list. Yeah, so we did we did um, receive information about some patch notes that that uh, they'll, they'll they'll be out by launch day, which will include yeah load times and some stability. Uh, and there was something else in there as well. Because one of those things, like if I walk in, if I come off from the town into my farm, it literally has to 
conk for a second and then i then i can progress through my area and i and i'm wasting time in the day damn it yeah like it's not it's not it's it's not like a a constant slowdown it's just a a a big hitch and then it kind of fixes itself up and i have found that like that this to me this does feel like the limitations of the nintendo switch because even when you do pull up that camera there is that draw distance issue like you can see things literally pop in and out um and I forget th- Mario, forget Breath of the Wild. The one that's bringing the Switch to its knees is Story of Seasons. Apparently, too much farming <laughs> is th- is just kicking <laughs> this game's butt. Um, so look, I'm a little disappointed that like for, you know that this isn't a t- appearing on other on other devices, whether it be a, a PlayStation or your PC, because I think that would be great. I think because the, the game does have a a uh, it's like the art the, the art the art style is cool, like it's great. But it's one of those things that could be better if it. I feel if it wasn't from the restrictions, it does have that yeah. slightly up, slightly up 3ds feel to it. In the same way that if you look at say uh, uh, Pokemon, like Ultra Sun and Moon versus X and Y, it just looked like a up and a kind of up 3ds yeah, version. Yeah, very minor sort of thing. Yeah, and like this is that is there, isn't that sense? But there are some moments where it looks mint, and there are some moments where it doesn't. And I, I think they are still using the same core en- uh, uh, engine as the 3DS version because there's a lot of similarities within the two. Um, but yeah, as you said, like when you start filling up that island with all the processing machines, because it is a necessity to have them in this game if you want to achieve anything, and then the game conks out because of it, it's a little bit hard. Yeah. And I mean even not so much on that performance side, but even just like getting this franchise out there, if we, we talk about obviously uh, Stardew Valley, which is on every system known to man at yeah. this point. Um, and even Harvest Moon, as much as the franchise since the, the all parties went their separate directions, even though the quality has gotten significantly worse, um, the games are multi-plat. People well, are getting well, primarily PlayStation it. and Switch are, are the big places for Harvest Moon to, to go yeah. out at the moment. But yeah. But like that's that's more opportunities to a larger subset of people, and I'd like to see the same for Story of Seasons because it's it's certainly the the front runner of the the more traditional um, farm sim farm sim franchises, and I'd like to see more people getting their hands on it. Very much so. Then I, there is that performance side as well that you've obviously outlined. Yeah, very much so. It does, it does appear that there is some there is some sort of relationship between Marvelous and and Nintendo, which is Nintendo. great for them, of course. But um, yeah, you are like because. People need to know that this is Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon isn't Harvest Moon anymore. You know, they just released Harvest Moon One World and it looks like bomb and it's about to get thro- a proper smashed face in by this game. Yeah. And I think people need to know about this and then there needs to be on other platforms. Um, yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, the education, I don't... like. How long has it been since they went their separate ways? When did the... Years. We said the 3DS for the story 3D, season, like, so I'm, I'm talking like six get, years getting ago, close. seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're closer to a decade now than anything. So um, at this point, I, I feel like that knowledge is still not common yet. Yeah. Outside of the, the hardcore franchise lover. So it'd be nice to just see that franchise pop up in other places and, and get a bit more love. Yeah, big time. Um, I, I think there's. I don't think there's much that we haven't covered. Is there anything you you want to mention that we haven't touched on yet, Patch? Uh, so important names for our animals. Yeah, that's priority. Uh, no, that, that's the most important thing. Yeah, no, I, think no, we, I mean we covered the names. There are the, There is the relationship aspect in it. It's I guess quite 
true to what the franchise has been to this point, you know, pop in and give someone a flower for the day and that's it. And they'll just gradually, you keep doing that for a few more months and they'll fall in love with you. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's all very... That's how it works. You just give people gifts and eventually they love you. Yeah, you're buying love. Um, Talk to them every day. It's... It hasn't changed in that respect. I guess that's one area that maybe things could potentially expand and improve going forward. But it works. It's enjoyable. Yeah, enough like and- it, it's that's the because like in order for a a, 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 ro- a game a gameplay romance, you need to have those kind of key beats. You can't like put yeah. in that air of variability, right? Like you need yeah. to know what it is so you can gamify it. You know, yeah. And that and that's probably the only hurdle because it's very difficult to like replicate human interaction in that in that sort yeah, of organic sure. way it is nice uh when you pop in and you've just you your relationships just progress to the next point mm. and after getting days and days of the same response all of a sudden something different happens like oh oh we're going we're getting somewhere um what is this um who who, who have you who have you uh put your eyes on in the game uh is it blair from the um from the bar oh Okay, I, I I was thinking of like uh, I was a big fan. I'm, I'm a big fan of the nerdy chick from the museum. Um, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I I've been like the one the one that the one that you actually give your stuff to to get appraised. Uh no, the one well, on the, the one on the, the far left. The left is you. Can, yeah, okay. Yeah, so the the redhead one with the glasses. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. you know, she's pretty nerdy. It seems kind of cool. I'll, I'll go hang out with her. You know, so I, I like that we've gone two different paths. Now I said I've not done a whole lot. I'm kind of creepily watching her from a distance, and like one day I'll speak <laughs> to her. Like I'm, my character doesn't quite have the confidence yet to approach her. Right. Once yes. he gets all you know jacked and buff from being farm life, he's like, hey, I feel more. Come confident. look at my- Come, come look at my farm. Right? Come, come look at my farm. Like there's a bunch of things in here. You look at museum. You like stuff. Come look at my things. Um, <laughs> where you're just like, let's get drunk together. <laughs> you're at a bar. I like bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's make this. Let's make this happen. But yeah, so we'll, we'll skirt away. We'll skirt away from that so that we don't enter today. Yeah, good call. Good call. But look, I I think we've kind of touched on everything that this game has to offer. Uh, it is more of the heart of the story of seasons farming game stuff that you want but better and expanded at its core like it's the best way to say it really it needed to happen though yeah. like as much as i enjoyed all the all the other titles over the years they've the, the improvements or changes have been very very small and very minor this is a substantial jump in terms of the scope in terms of scale in terms of what you can do and some things have worked and some things haven't again i think the machines are a weakness mm. um i think they're kind of, they've taken a step in the right direction with it but they just might need to pivot a little bit from that to, to find a way that just doesn't complete and not even because of the performance issues that stem from it but just it's an ugly look when you when you walk through and there's 50 of these machines there that are all just doing the thing and it's not and it's not overly time efficient either to just run from machine to machine to machine to to take out what what was in there and put a new one in like it's there's better ways i think you could do that even if it's just one machine for each thing and you can kind of not mass produce but maybe those machines can be upgraded so that you can now process two at the same time or three at the same time or or, or at, at least time. go maybe go down a path where you can sort of make some sort of industry buildings within your farm you know like yeah. as in you start at this you start at this little uh you know thing that converts wood and then from you know sorry uh, wood to lumber and then as you progress you have in the same way that you have a barn you have a small factory and you go in there and it's yeah. and it's a lumber mill right and you can just like upgrade and churns out stuff faster or you, or you can pick it like because that seems to be the logical progression here is like so the, the going from just having wood and fucking rocks to making a house with it 
like the leap here is good as you said like you now are processing more things on an individual level so you are stepping rather than just having ore you can now go from ore to refined to jewelry you know what i mean like there yeah. is that stepping it's like a little rpg sort of a little bit you know it's probably not not the exact descriptor for it but it's kind of down that path in terms of but there's trees and stuff kind of skill tree in some ways yeah yeah which is which is cool but yeah that would certainly be a room a good space to improve but otherwise i think it's a really really solid if not excellent entry yeah. um i'm right into it I, i'm in, i'm in that same so boat we're here we're reviewing it i've got a video up on player two you've done some streams those sorts of things as well but i and we we're discussing this before the recording like the stars are aligning as well but i'm going to be playing this for quite some time afterwards yeah because it's got its hooks in look uh, look admittedly like even though i do i'm, I'm loving uh olive town and i i think it's fantastic the the hurdle that i have is that i because i have such a nostalgic connection with back to nature as as it's as very if you've ever followed any of my content you know that my two favorite games of all time are god of war 2018 and, and harvest me back to nature so for that reason my love for uh the remake with friends of mineral town is admittedly yeah, biased there's a nostalgia there's a nostalgia yeah, there is an admit there's there is an admitted bias within mineral town like i look at that game and it's the music it's the art style everything about it i'm like this game is near perfection the game could run like trash but i'm like this game is near perfection to me and this yeah. like this game is you know it, it may not hit that bar for me because you know sweet roast into glasses or whatever but this game is objectively fantastic yeah and it is a it, and i'm keen to see where it goes big time like you just said with this being one of their first because i think mineral town was kind of their stepping stone to learning the switch and then going from there yeah so the potential of where story of seasons can go is only as as intense as the it's switch up. can take it it's up it is certainly up, up as long as they're willing to go somewhere else because you know even looking i don't want to bring that bring this into it but if you look at the likes of the art you know the pokemon legends arceus trailer and all Ooh, you see we go. is hardware restrictions right yeah so that is the throttle like that is a big big concern moving forward with the switch um so ideally if they can step away if they can spread those wings a little bit i think that will only better this franchise and only improve what this game can do launch title for the switch pro don't worry about it we're fine <laughs> see what happens but anyways paul give the pitch where can these lovely people uh hear and see you more so you can find me at player2.net.au where I'll do reviews and previews and a whole host of other bits and pieces. We've got some YouTube shows patched in particular. I'll pop up every now and then on the Player 2 Pixelcast, which is the dedicated Player 2 podcast there. Uh, but one thing that I put a lot of my time and effort into is a an interview series called Dev Diary where I get developers from throughout the industry and they share their stories and experiences and the, the journey that's led to this current point. I literally just started rattling off the beginning of the episode there. <laughs> um, that so... The, the script just kicked in. Um, but it's it's basically exploring the the actual individual developer, the people, as opposed to the studio or the games. It is the individuals behind the games. And so we're diving into a lot of that and a lot of storytelling and those sort of things. And it's, uh, geez, I have a great time with it. Like learning about these people just while I'm kind of trawling through the LinkedIn, LinkedIn's and their Twitter accounts and other articles that have been written over the journey. But then just the things that will every now and then pop up and surprise me. Yeah. That, oh, shit. All right. I'm just going to kick back and listen to this. Um, is awesome. I have, I have a great time with it. So that show goes up every fortnight. Um, Dev Diaries, the podcast feed, so go take a look. 
Everyone should go check it out. It is some good stuff. Uh, you know, hope, maybe one day, maybe we'll, we'll hear about the gentleman that created, you know, Stardew Valley. Maybe if you can learn some Japanese, you'll hit, you'll hit up, uh, you know, uh, maybe some people over at Story of Seasons. Or maybe we'll just make the like the longest Dev Diary episode of all time because we'll have the the th- uh, the middle party, the the translator in the middle there that has to bridge everything. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I wouldn't even be mad. I would <laughs> listen to every second of that. Uh, Someone speaking in Japanese for two or three minutes, and then I go, oh yeah. And then they talk again, and it's just, oh, that'd be prime listening, I'm sure. <laughs> but of course, you can check him out. His Twitter handle above his name. It is at Paul James Games. Everything you were in there. Uh, I, myself, yeah, at HaggardMC. Uh, if, you've, if you're watching this, you found us here on the channel. Check it out. We do, Although we do primarily stick within PlayStation and professional wrestling, we do occasionally jump over to the other devices, like the Switch in this uh, in circumstance, to play awesome ass farming games. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment below. Uh, Come chat. I will endeavor to answer every single comment. If you have any questions, as now the reviews thing is up, I will answer every single one you have. Like, what about this part of the game? I'm going to tell you about it. What about the fishing rod? Go talk to the woman at the shack, at the beach. She'll give you a fishing rod in like day three. Paul? That was was a question I had to ask you. Like, when when do I get this shit? (laughs) Because I didn't go down to the beach. Because similar to you, I just didn't explore the town or do any of that sort of stuff. You just did slightly more of it than I, apparently. Yeah, because I had left over at the end of the day. I was like, oh, oh I've done everything. Like, it was in, in those tutorial days. I'm like, well, I can only... Here's an axe. Cut, like, well, I can only cut trees, sir, and I've kind of run out of trees. All right, I'll just go explore the town. Here's a fishing rod. But anyway, once again, uh, thank you to the team over at Turn Left Distribution for providing us uh, with the review yes, code thank you. for uh, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. This game comes out uh, this Friday, the 26th, the 26th. of uh, March, 2021. It's available on the Nintendo Switch. Go check it out if you're a big fan of the farming games, which I presume you are. You've come here. You've listened to all of this. I'd like to hope that you're a farming game fan. Or a newly converted one. Or a newly converted one. But until next time, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you then. <laughs>